Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, it is a two-two-s day afternoon. A little gloomy around Gainesville right now. It's not bad though. Oh, sun sun came up. Yeah, but it's um, as we count down to December twenty-first. We know what that is. My favorite day of the year. But uh, obviously, we can talk about a lot of things today. And obviously, the number one story out there in the world of sports is the death of Mike Leach, which we talked a little bit about yesterday that he was in bad shape, we heard. And um, it was just, I mean, I've been depressed all day. I got to be honest with you. He's, he is the closest thing to Spurrier we'll ever get to. And Spurrier is still the greatest for media boys to ever have, to ever deal with. Right. Yeah. And he's the second, I would put him second in a high second. Like maybe even one B. Yeah, wouldn't disagree. Yeah. So that part of it, and he was a great coach too. I mean, I th- I saw a stat today where they he had beaten as an unranked team had the most wins over a ranked team in the history of college football. Eighteen. He knows how to scheme up offense wherever he's been. It's the way. With that it's little been. that little placard or that little like uh, index card, and he's got all the plays written down there. Nothing complicated. It's just like. Whatever they run, whatever kind of defense they run, you need to identify it as a wide receiver. You need to identify it as a quarterback and run it and run into the hole where there's going to be an opening. And they would if they would do that. I, I remember that game against LSU in 2020. 
because Florida had beaten Florida Ole Miss was a noon game, right? To start the season. Mm-hmm. And then the next game was LSU, or it might have even been it might have even been another noon game. LSU Mississippi State. Mississippi State beat them, and I was like, Yeah, we, the quarterback threw for four hundred and fifty yeah, yards or something. That I was day. freaking out. That was Schrader too. That wasn't even mm-hmm. uh, Will Rogers. He mm-hmm. broke all the records. Really good coach, you know. And uh, I've talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, sent him a text after they won the Egg Bowl. He sent me one back at 2.25 a.m. And I was thinking, boy, he must have really partied tonight. And now he's probably just got home and, and put on the History Channel and watched something on, you know, like Hitler's plans to take over uh, the psychics of the world, you know, something like that. Because he, he was – he would never talk football with anybody. He really wouldn't. He, mm-hmm. wa- he wanted to talk other things. He didn't want to give you any information about his team. But he'd give you a lot of information, just whether you wanted to listen to it or not. So totally different. Yeah. Cat. No. I, and, I, and I think he was such a like a dynamic person that even if you didn't really know or care about college football, I think you knew of him from just the the things that went on and probably some of the sound bites or different things that were put on social media of because of his personality and and it was infectious. And you know, obviously, some people didn't like him. Some of the things that, that he said, but. I think a majority of people had to just love being around him. And you could see it from the, the players. The media, who he never gave anything to, yeah. loved him. Think of about course. that. Yeah. Think about if uh, if Billy Napier never even told us about anybody being injured. And, again, he's got a nice personality, but it's not like, like that one. Uh, but everybody in the media just adored him. And he would never tell them what he was going to do. Yeah, because or, he was always willing to – kind of go outside of the norm yeah. and go off on a tangent and now we got nobody make people interested Spurrier's not coaching anymore he uh coach leach is gone now now you know what are you gonna get brian kelly come on don't want that no so really sad day for me it's been very depressing to be honest with you um well and because I had a relationship with him, and of course, you know, and you know, even I think it it comes close to home here a little bit. For as much as we have talked about, and we talked to Cornelius Ingram yesterday, but what did Creed Whittemore decide to do? He wanted to go to Mississippi State to play in that offense. Yep. So now all of a sudden, does that change? Because you don't have no. that mind, like it's different now. Y- you could have another. Although coach. I will say this, I mean, most of the. Recruitment of Creed Whittemore was by Steve Jr. So, yeah, but I understand. But you can have another coach, but that still doesn't mean the offense is going to be the same. And, and I mean, I hate to talk football, but we at some point you do have to talk football. What does Mississippi State do now? That's what I mean. Yeah, what do they do? So, do, do they, they completely now change? Their, I don't think there's no one on the staff. They're that, a, they're a week away from signing day. Yeah, I mean, it is a, a I mean, it's it's a terrible blow for anybody who knew him or, or talked to him or ever dealt with him. And it's a terrible blow for college football because he was one of the unique guys and a very good coach. It's not like he was just this weirdo who, you know, but he um, – and he wasn't weird. He was just different. Mm-hmm. No, I uh, remember But from... when you do want to talk about the football part of it, Mississippi State's an interesting situation. In fact, it's interesting that I was going to ask on Yes, Nowhere, Maybe with Peter Burns on the podcast Monday, we're done uh, trying to figure out no, we're done with coaching changes in the SEC to see what his answer would be. But 
that morning is when the story had broken about that he w- and we didn't know how bad it was. So I said, well, I, I should, probably shouldn't a- ask that question now. Um, but I don't know what they do, and um, I don't know what they do with uh, in terms of recruiting and everything. I, I'm sure it's the least important thing on their minds, but I know that new interim coach put in a s- situation. They did announce they are going to play in their bowl game, which I never doubted they were. Are you going to not play in, in a bowl game in a stadium that has a pirate ship in it after Mike Leach died? No, of course not. You've got to play in, a, in a, that stadium. Yeah. And it'll be an emotional day on January 2nd. Very emotional. Certainly will be. Well, another uh, football news. Emory Jones has entered the transfer portal. So third school now. And he's only got one chance left. Kind of strange that it didn't work out. And But, I mean, it just it never was good out there in Arizona I, I State. Just, I think Emory Jones – at his best, has got to have a lot of talent around him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to have a coach who really understands um, the mechanics of throwing the football too because that's where he was. He, he just didn't have the timing with his receivers, no matter how much he played with them. He, and, and possibly Emory Jones just can't play you know, yeah. that position. I mean, I think it's more of that. Maybe he goes to say, let's say, you know who needs a quarterback? Jackson State. Maybe he goes somewhere like that and ends up doing the great things and they, they go, well, we'll take a shot at him in the fourth round. You know, that's that probably should be his plan instead of saying maybe going to Nebraska or somewhere like that and just, you know, being four and eight. You know, I don't think that's going to help any him in any way. I don't know where he's going to go. I thought he would be a great fit out there because Jaden Daniels had left and he lost the job. And then he got hurt and he got – so – just didn't work out. And then the the weirdest part about Emory Jones, there's three statues out front of Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. I don't think he's one. No, but <laughs> he is going to go down in school history as having accumulated the most offensive yards ever in a game. Yes, that was South Carolina? Sanford. Sanford. Remember, because the defense couldn't stop anybody, so they had to keep yeah. going. He had, well, they, they got a lot of possessions because the defense couldn't stop right. him. <laughs> and he, he had 550 yards of offense didn't running S- and throwing that day. Didn't Sanford run back a kickoff, too, in that game? Or a punt for a touchdown? I don't remember that. I, well, anyway, I it's funny. We were watching Friday night, I think it was. Sanford was in the um, FCS semifinals or quarterfinals. And that, was, that game was actually on. They didn't do it. They were 11-1. and one. Yeah. So they actually had good players. We knew they did. That, that wasn't a terrible team, but Florida should not have had the trouble they did with them, and they certainly shouldn't have celebrated the way they did. That was bad. But Agreed. You're right. He does. He did what Tim Tebow never could do. In fact, he had another game. Tebow early. had the five thirty three though in the the Cincinnati game. In the uh, in that bowl game, Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Is your phone on? Um, but. He also broke a record that he did something else Tebow never did in his first season. I think it was against who'd they play before they played Alabama that year? And who'd they play after they played Alabama? Might have been after they played Alabama. Anyway, he he had the most he was the first guy to go over three hundred and a hundred fifty or something like that. Um passing and running. And and he's the only guy who's ever done that. So he, I mean, there were games when it 
it all seemed to fit in for him, you know. Yep. But just strange. Yeah, and what are you going to do with him, though? I mean, I, if I was an NFL team, I wouldn't. No, I mean, I no always liked him, him as a player, but I liked him because I, I felt like he would run hard. I will say this. If Anthony Richardson had Emory Jones' um, guts to run the ball hard and want to run over people, um, I think he would have been a much better player. I don't think he had that that instinct in him. Then, then every once in a while he would get it. The I, the perfect example, the start of the fourth quarter against LSU, that play, 81-yard run. He's running over people, stiff-arming people and everything, and then he wouldn't run the ball anymore the rest of the game. He It was just such a weird dynamic with him. That it was. All right, well, we got a couple of weirdos answering calls and taking questions today. So uh, Seth will be here doing that, and we will uh, chat about whatever you want. We'll open up our titan mri hotline and come back and get after it right here on the tailgate live from weimer hall on the campus of the university of florida espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf hey gator nation it's jameel here from the mealy pop shop gainesville's home for all things sports cards collectibles memorabilia autographs Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our own cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, let's do it. 392-8255. You want to join us here on the uh, tailgate today? Lots to talk about, and we'll start it up with Byron. Hey, Byron, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Good to talk to you. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Good. Good. Um, let me start off first with my sincere condolences to the family of Mike Leach and, of course, the Mississippi State faithful. Uh, I think it was yesterday afternoon when you were talking, or at least I saw something on the line later on that he had been moved to hospice and that told me immediately that he was not in good shape and i was you know concerned and then i think around 10 a.m this morning i hopped on twitter and i saw that he had died so that is most yeah i think the word came out news. about nine fifteen this morning um, you know. but yeah when i in fact we had a caller who talked about how he'd been moved to hospice oh okay well and, that's what it was and then uh when you hear that you know that the end of yeah. the year. You go to high hospice, it's your last legs. Yep. Which is unfortunate. I'm very sorry to hear It is, that. but it's they I love the way they treat you if, if you get especially when you have a good hospice place like they do in St. Augustine with my dad. They were unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable the way they tra- uh, I mean he was here about three days before he passed and they were incredible how they treated yeah. him. Yeah. Well they take care of you and try to make you as comfortable as yep. possible. Yeah, you know, well that's good. Now is this your last show before the holiday break? Am I correct about that? No. You're incorrect. Oh, okay. I thought this was the last show. Now we got one and tomorrow, and then we got one. Today. We got one Friday. Me and Robbie, and then we Jeff oh. and I'll be back Monday to wrap up the. Oh my goodness! Where am I? Well, it's a good thing I called today anyway. In light of the news and stuff about Mike Leach, so um, I definitely call you on Monday, Pat, so I can aggravate Robbie. I guarantee you that. Okay, but uh, um, he's e- easily aggravatable. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. He's like me. Uh, listen, the transfer portal. A portal. Now, I did see something about, uh, on I think it was on three sports. They listed their top ten transfer portal QBs. And the number four on that list was a gentleman out of uh, Oklahoma State. Well, the name was Spencer Stevens. And apparently Spencer there Sanders. was some interest. Yeah. Spencer Sanders. And apparently there was some interest in him because they felt that he might be a good uh, player to come in and coach up um, Jade Rashada in his uh, freshman year. So I didn't know if you could expand on that any. Well, I think that their goal is to get somebody that can come in and try to win more than six games, which is going to be tough as, as, as it is. And then you hope that that person is a good enough leader that they can – push Rashada in the right way or push whoever else comes in here. I mean, Lagway's going to mm-hmm. be here, you know, and that Rashada passes things along to him. You hope that's the case. You w- you don't want to get a guy in there that's uh, all about him and all very selfish. But there are so many guys in the portal, so many quality quarterbacks in the portal that wh- whoever they end up with, I- I'm going to trust the coaches on this one. And, mm-hmm. and the coaches will be held accountable. If we go, right. if they have another six and seven season, you know, if they have yeah. three in a row. 
Uh, well, you're just going to answer my next question. Would you think Sanders, would you be more or less comfortable with him going as the, the starting QB against the Utah in uh, Salt Lake City next uh, September 2nd? I'd be fine with him. I'd be fine with Hartman. I'd be fine with Leary. I'd be fine with the, uh, the kid from Tulane, Pratt. Uh-huh. I, I mean, there's a bunch of guys out there I'd be fine with. So uh, I'll leave it up to the coaches and make sure that they're getting the right fit because you don't want to bring in a guy who thinks he's his poop don't stink. You know, you you want a guy that comes in here and he's a team player and he's buys into your culture and you've got to – that's the thing you've got to do as – you can't just – this isn't a draft, you know, where you just go, I'll take this guy, you know. Uh, in theory, Florida could get a couple of quarterbacks in here, but I don't. I, I think they'll no. go with one, and then Rashad no. will be the backup no. and go from there. Yeah. Jeff, one more thing for you. Are you fairly comfortable with how the uh, recruiting is going here in 2023 for the 2023 class? Yeah, I think you have to be because they're bringing people in that actually, like, want to come here and – Actually, they're making an effort to bring here. There was a lot of potential recruits that were not even asked to come visit Gainesville with the previous staff, and I think that was very uh, disheartening. So now you understand that they're going after the best of the best, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to try to get them to Gainesville. They're putting in all the effort, and obviously there's a lot that are buying in. I mean, they're they're top 10 and is really his first ever class, so he's been impressive so far. Okay. Well, listen, since you're going to be on the rest of the week, I'm going to give you another call if I think of something pertinent. No guarantee that I will think of something pertinent, in case I do, I'll give it, you a holler. It'd be his first, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're darn right about that. Have a good <laughs> week. All right. Thank you, Byron. Appreciate that. All right. So, um, did, uh, you, how much of that game did you watch last night? The Monday night game? The Patriots and the Cardinals. Mm. Not much. No. About half, probably. I probably watched about a quarter. But I had a, a rooting interest, and once the rooting interest was over, then I shut oh, it down. So you, did you have Kyler Murray as your quarterback? No. <laughs> I was going against DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, did he get hurt? No, but he didn't get enough points, so I ended up winning my my night. And then you were done. Yeah. My, it's been coming down to Mondays. Last week, Brady and the Heroics – Made me lose by a point, so it was like oh, a must-win situation. So, yeah, there's been a lot of rooting interest on Monday Night Football for me of late. It's negative, be, negative it's, rooting, I guess. I tell you, it's going to be a, a – I mean, what are we, four weeks away from the start of the playoffs? Think about that. College football is totally over except for, uh, every you know, obviously bowl games and everything. Um, and the NFL still got four weeks, four games, weeks full of games before they even get to the playoffs. But um and that's why I again believe that college football be smart to move the season up a week. I don't understand why they wouldn't move it up a week. They're already playing games mm-hmm. in that week. I mean, I know they're only playing five or six and most of them don't matter, but why not move it up a week? And then you've got two weeks without worrying about the NFL. Instead of now you've got one week, right? Where the, you're, you're the only game in town, the NFL's playing preseason games, nobody's going to those. Yeah. And then they start the next week. You could go two weeks and, and maybe even build momentum towards college football and make people want to watch it more. But Well, won't they have to do that if I think they will. the yeah. playoffs get extended well, to more teams? Uh, you could also move back the start of the playoffs a week, which I don't think is 
the right way to do so it. So we're going to be playing college football in the mid-January? Uh, well, now you're playing it until January 9th now. So yeah. I don't. I hope they don't. I hope they still finish it on the 9th and we still keep the January 8th, whatever. But January 1st weekend, whatever it falls on, is still a sacred day for college football. I hope because the NFL is not playing that day. So what I hope is they move it up a week and squeeze everything else in. And maybe, I don't know, do you think, what are your thoughts on the uh, championship games? On whether they're going to go away or not? There's been a lot of people who think they are, a lot of people who think there's no way, it's too much of a money grab. But, you know, okay, it's a great money grab, but you're going to have so much money coming your way with this new playoff system, you don't need the money grab. Uh, but at the same time, isn't it special to win that conference championship? I, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go. It's too hard to decide it in the regular season, especially with more teams, and you're not playing everybody. So, well, what if two teams go the 16 team SEC? Right. Will there be a true champ? Right. What if three teams lose one game? How are you going to determine it? You can't go head to head. Well, there'll be a tiebreaker. Well, I understand but that, I'm just but saying, it's just but not going to be a not, true champion. If there were, yeah, if there were um, three eleven and one teams in the SEC, mm-hmm. and they had all beaten each other, right? I mean, they're probably all going to get in the playoff, but um, yeah, not going to who's the champion? Get a ring for and the champion winning the SEC still means something. I mean, at least it does to me. It does to the players. That's your one opportunity to win a ring. Yeah. And you saw that even with uh, – I, mean, I remember watching that Kansas State game. Remember the one oh, God, running yeah. back scored a touchdown and all he did was kept pointing to his finger saying, I got a ring now. Like that, it means a lot. That wasn't the guy that took his helmet off. Yeah, he, it was that guy. And he got a 15-yard penalty, yeah. which was the dumbest thing he ever they missed, And they missed the field goal. Yeah. The extra point. Yeah, that was stupid. That it was. Speaking of stupid, let's get Mike in here. <laughs> Just kidding, Mike. Yeah, real quick, I I have a sensitive question, at least okay. I think it might be, meaning every, a lot of people have been talking about Kanye West or whatever he calls himself these days, Yee. about how he might be having um, some mental meltdowns or disturbances, and that's being discussed. But Tom Brady, his, you know, I, I know he's not you know, going through a lot, and we've all been seeing that, but do you think that, he might in some ways be undergoing a similar thing. And just because he's so successful, it's not subject to a lot of public discussion. Um, it is something to be concerned about. Well, I, I look, he's not yay crazy. I can tell you that. I mean, he's, I mean, Kanye's a, in a different world. He needs his meds at all times. But um, I do think that the emotional toll that uh, Brady is under Although for a lot of people would say, wait a minute, you're the best known person in all sports probably. What would you go? Tiger Brady would maybe the your most known Tiger sports Brady, athletes? LeBron. I mean, I one of those three is is number one. Um, so it's not like girls are not going to be interested in you even at your old age of forty one or whatever he is. And you know how old that can be, Jeff. Mm-hmm. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think it could be a, have an, an effect on it. But I also think they've had a lot of injuries and they've just struggled. And it could be that he's just old. Yeah, I, I think that's where it comes down to. I mean, you you've been through so much, and yeah, I mean, 
personal things are going to weigh in your mind mentally, but there's a reason why he wanted to keep playing. Like he knows what the grind is all about. He knows everything that's associated with playing quarterback at the at that level, and he's been very successful at doing it. So I just think that he's starting to finally lose it a little bit. The mobility's not there, so you can do different things to get to him. And, 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 and their offensive line is not as good yeah, as it's they're been. They're not. Yep. And they're had their receivers have been hurt a lot throughout yeah. the year. So I think it's just and to Brate's the point now. Brate's been out along, which was his guy that he could always, Cameron Brate, the tight end, was a guy you could kind of go, he was always a good check down or a good third down, third and two type guy. And he's been out, you know, for a lot of the, a lot of time as well. Um, and, and then you say that he might be screwed up mentally, but I, I don't know if you saw the story, but – you know, this last game when he sucked and San Francisco destroyed him, the the linebacker that intercepted him got that ball because it was Tom Brady, and then Brady actually signed it yeah, for him did. after the game. So he was being a good sport about it. I don't it. think Brady is is like has any mental problems, but I do think anytime you get divorced, anytime you go through a breakup, it's there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I mean, it, uh, but I don't think it's the reason. He's struggling. I think the reason he's struggling is they're not as good as they've been. Teams are shooting for him now a little bit more than they were certainly two years ago. And don't forget, that team two years ago, what were they at one point, like seven and six or something? And then they went on that incredible run and won all those road playoff games. Um, so, I mean, there, there's probably a combination of reasons why he's not playing as well. So you're saying he's Hoobastank? Yeah, he is Hoobastank. And Fubu too. <laughs> and the reason is <laughs> you. All right, Todd McShay's mock draft is out. We'll tell you where Anthony Richardson is going to be playing football next year when we come back here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. And now this holiday season, the best is even better as you can save an extra 20% off diamond studs, gemstone jewelry, and if you're ready to make this December the decider on that special somebody for forever, well, you can get an engagement ring for 10% off their already low prices. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com and then stop by to see it in person from the people that know jewelry. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Mostly cloudy skies and pleasant temperatures continue through this evening. Wednesday starts off a little foggy, then partly sunny and 70s in the afternoon. Thursday, rain and thunderstorms are likely in the morning and afternoon. Some could be strong or severe, so please stay weather aware. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. You start to look at a bigger picture here with Tampa. They're going to win their division. They're going to host a playoff game. They are 27th in scoring offense. They're dead last in rushing yards per game. You beat a 4-9 and nine Saints team, but I don't know how much hope that provides for the Tampa Bay fans. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Back here on the tailgate. Phone lines are open for you, 392-8255 if you want to get in. I was just looking this up because I was curious. I should have probably looked it up when I did my 12 things to know about Oregon State. Oregon State's recruiting class this year is 44, which is and – and that may make you go, oh, man, that's terrible. It's like one of their best recruiting classes in a long time. Last year they were 54th. The year before they weren't in the top 100 in recruiting. They were last in the Pac-12. Uh, but that's not the way they they built their program. And you saw Jonathan Smith just got a big extension and raise. I think he's a lifer there. Um, and he's done a great job. He played there. Um, he's done a great job of building of bringing this program back from the, the depths. of. They were awful. They were an embarrassment. And he's done a really good job of them. So 
Uh, they're not going out there with a bunch of four stars and five stars trying to be. I, mean, I will say this: Utah had four and five star players. They had great players on that team. They had pros on that team. I don't know that there's a lot of pros on this Oregon State team, but what they will do is do their thing. And the question is, can Florida and Jeff and I were talking about it off the air because I'm a big believer that Florida's got no chance in this game, and you think they do. Um, but can Florida find a way to stop them? They're not. It's not like they're this juggernaut offensively. They're a good offense. But Florida's a bad, bad defense without its best player. So how are they going to stop when they haven't stopped anybody? I can't answer that. <laughs> but you would they think couldn't stop Vanderbilt. with the time and knowing who's going to play, they'd scheme up a few things. I don't know. You just got to try to be positive about it. But I do. I, I think well, I don't have to be. But I think Jack Miller is not going to be bad. Like I, I feel like he's going to do pretty well. I think this is an opportunity that he can obviously say, man, I don't need you to go get a transfer quarterback. It's not going to change their mind, yeah, no, it's but it's still going to then. And, and they may want to wait until after the bowl game before they yeah, find out guy, who that guy is. Yeah, or even let him, let him, don't announce. We want Jack well, to come out and play hard. Yeah, because, but also, all right, let's just say he, he does really, really well. I know it's a bowl game, and I don't really put much credence on bowl games anyway, but if he looks the part, makes decisions, you know, plays like balls out like like you're supposed to at the quarterback position and aggressive and all these other things. Well, then what if you were going to go offer $2 million to somebody, potentially, in an NIL deal? Okay. Now could you say, well, maybe we don't need to go after the $2 million guy. Let's go after the $500,000 guy. No. You, you don't I, think one game could sway? I, it wouldn't sway me. Not one game in a bowl game, as you mentioned, but in a game that you don't think they have a chance. I still wouldn't. It wouldn't be. I would say, hey, we got a really good backup here, you know, and and let's. We still need to get a better player than this. I mean, they didn't bring Jack Miller in because they wanted him to start. It's not true. No, they had. Their you think starter. LSU brought in Joe Burrow, wanting him to start? Yeah, same guy, backup at Ohio State. It's not the same guy. So you highly think, touted recruit. Okay, all right. What's the difference? Uh, one's named Joe Burrow. Okay, you haven't seen Jack Miller yet. I I don't even know if he, he did exists. You, did Did you think Joe Burrow was going to be number one pick his first year there? No, he sucked, right? No, he wasn't bad. But he wasn't good. He wasn't bad. But he, he wasn't didn't know good. a pick until he came here. Yeah, but he wasn't good. He was. Okay, you could see where he might be okay. He might be a. I didn't expect. I did not expect that last year out of him. I did not expect that. I didn't expect him to win the Heisman. I didn't expect him to win a national championship and not even be threatened. What does he have though? He's, He's got, got a national it. Championship. He's got a little arrogance. He does. He's got a little moxie, like Mox from. Uh, but we don't know if Jack Miller does. I know. So I mean, I, so it's anxious to find yeah. out. Curious to watch the game, but I still think they need to go after somebody and get somebody that does have that. It like for example, you know Hartman, uh, Leary, uh, the guy uh, Pratt. Uh, these guys are, are guys that have shown that it factor in I games. It. No, in I'm, games. I'm fine with that. But I just, I just wonder if a decision could be swayed by a good game. I tell you what I want to see more than anything out of this game. 
is okay. Here's a team where you're down to 62 scholarship players. So you're bringing a walk-ons out there. Probably not all those 62 scholarship players will even play, just because they're not. There's a reason why they um, haven't played. You know. Um, so, are you going to continue to play hard? Are you going to and and I know what you're going to say, Jeff. It's an easy yes. I know you you believe that, but this is a different animal than than regular season games. It's a bowl game. You're in Vegas. I'm not saying guys are going to be hanging out in the in the by the crap tables, but you can't help it. About you the, walk through the lobby to go to the thing, and there also about the nudie pools. Nudie pools. I we when we were out. We stayed at the uh, the first time we were there. We stayed at the Tropicana. And uh, played pool at or uh, played blackjack at the pool. Like you swam up to it, you had to have a twenty dollar bill up in your hand, you know, so you could. I mean, that's what. How'd you keep it dry? You just kept it, kept it, but no, they had a whole thing laid out there. It was great. We had a blast <laughs> doing it, and they serve you free drinks. Jeez. So, um, yeah, I mean, but again, Oregon State's got to deal with the same distractions that Florida does. Uh, yeah, I don't probably know. bigger distractions because they live in a town of 60,000. So, There's uh, 60,000 that go to school here. I know. So I'm saying, and I'm guessing, I'm just going to go way out on a limb and go, there's better looking women in Gainesville, Florida than there are in, in um, Corvallis. I don't know. Well, just the numbers would tell you it has to be better. We've got 140,000, they got 60,000. So just spread them out, you know. Just throw them all out there. Like, what do they call it? Remember that game that pick up sticks? Throw them out there. You know there's going to be more. So I'm just saying that it may be more overwhelming for the Oregon State players. Now, I mean, they don't play there. I don't think I don't know if they've ever played at UNLV or anything like that, and they certainly haven't played at that stadium. So it's going to be intimidating for them too. That's not going to be the reason. The reason, the reason I don't like Florida's chances is Oregon State is a well – disciplined, functioning team that that doesn't do anything extravagant but does everything pretty well. And um, I just think they – and all their guys are going to be there. Their quarterback's going to be there. Their starting quarterback from the beginning of the year is not going to be there because he's already gotten the portal, but he'd already lost his job. So, um, Chance Nolan. But, um, you know, the – I just it, it just feels like the kind of game that you wonder what what Florida is what's what is going to show up there, and I'll find out, and that'll that'll tell me a lot. If the, if a team shows up there and and look, it's a fourth quarter and it's a three point game and they're fighting their tails off, that'll tell you a lot about Billy Napier and what he's able to what he's been able to do with his culture. And and I guess that's where I have a problem that you even have to ask that question. Because I, I've been to there's no doubt in my mind, though, that that is going to happen because of what Billy Napier has done to these players I, this year. I have been scarred by bowl games before. And no, I, I, I and get the, it. The number one was the uh, 2012 Sugar Bowl, where Florida went 11 and one. I was there. Could have been for playing for the national championship. All the all the interviews, players are going, man. All we're doing is watching film. We we want to finish strong. We want to do this. We want to do that. Oh, we go and we get Popeyes and we just go to our rooms and watch film and and talk about the game. And it turned out they were on Bourbon Street the whole night, every night. And they lost. They got destroyed by Louisville in that game. And it was embarrassing. Fans didn't show up. Team didn't show up. 
So I'm always scored by that game. Good old Teddy Bridgewater. He was good. He was good. All right. Well, the uh, the Gator quarterback is uh, projected to go 11th by Todd McShay. I would say former to Gator the Carolina Panthers. Former Gator. Former Gator. So we'll talk about that nope, if that's uh, legit or not. He's still a Gator, but he's a former Gator quarterback. I'm going to get your diction right. He is always going to be a Gator quarterback. No, he's not. He's always going to be a Gator if, if he chooses to want to be, but he's always going to now he's a former Gator quarterback. He's not a Gator quarterback now. Unless all of a sudden he goes, I changed my mind. Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> all right. Since he's the writer, we'll listen to his <laughs> diction and come back and talk about it when we come back here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. Something extraordinary is happening this week at International Diamond Center. We're letting you name the price. For four days only, Thursday through Sunday, no reasonable offer will be refused on any item in the IDC showroom. Come in, pick out the perfect gift, and tell us what you want to pay. Nothing is held back. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, even fine Swiss timepieces and exquisite diamonds. IDC owner Keith LeClaire shaking things up this holiday season with this unprecedented event. Forget all the talk of inflation and high interest rates. Come get the jewelry you want and name your price. It's happening Thursday through Sunday and will not be extended. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get fabulous jewelry at extreme value prices. No reasonable offer will be refused. International Diamond Center, breaking all the rules this year to give our customers the price relief you deserve. At Celebration Point, on approved credit. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful, and it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Ho, 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 nothing runs like a, uh, nothing runs like a, oh, forget it, I need a Kubota. This holiday season, visit Florida Coast Equipment for the gift you can rely on, a Kubota. We have Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, construction equipment, and more in stock and ready to deliver. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com, your local Kubota dealer. 
Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. back here on the show the tailgate on a tuesday hope you guys are having a good day and it is weird that we are on a tuesday of game week and yesterday we didn't get a lot of calls today we're not getting a lot of calls which is fine we got things we can talk about but it's just kind of i don't know that where's the enthusiasm level out there gator fans well you're probably right there with me Jeff's enthused because he gets to go to Vegas. I get to watch the game on TV. I'm not as enthused. But even if I wasn't going, it's the last one. Last time you get to see these guys. So why wouldn't you be enthused? If Like if you're a There's fan. a lot of them I don't want to see again. <laughs> I understand. But if you're a fan of a team, which everybody talks about them being just Gator fans, then it's an opportunity to watch your team. I don't care if you think they're going to lose. Like just watch. Enjoy it. If they suck, then you've done oh, it halftime and There's fine. not a Gator fan out there that won't watch. But, you, you, I mean, you're not feeling, I'm, I'm guessing, and I'm not feeling this vibe of I think they're gonna, wait. I think they're going to win. I know, but you feel that they're going to win. Okay, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is we're not feeling the vibe of Gator fans are excited about this game. And, no. again, a lot of it's because of who they're playing. Oregon State, they've never played them. They've, there's no rivalry. There's... They don't even know much about them. I, I, like we talked about the other day, I bet you you could go uh, to the 62 men on scholarship and maybe 10 would know where Corvallis State's is. played. Okay, yeah. but let, let's, let's but take – But how many, how many – like if, I, if we walked out of here right now. Yeah. Okay, and we walked to downtown Gainesville and we found 10 people with Gator shirts on, okay? It'd take a while, but just 10 people with Gator shirts on. Mm-hmm. How many of them do you think know who are Oregon State's coaches? Zero. Uh, zero. Exactly. That's why I'm saying there's no, there's no electricity about this game. All right, but you're so adamant that Oregon State is good. They're a good team. But yeah. you also just read their recruiting rankings for the last three years, and they're, they're in the terrible. 50s. But they so then they, they coach around it. Okay, but then that doesn't mean the players are that good. Florida's players are better, even the ones that are there were more highly touted than their players. But why didn't they play better? Because they played in a better conference, but they, a more oh, difficult so conference. You're, you're basing this whole thing on Pac-12, SEC. Yes. Okay. I might, I'm, you may be right. I may be crazy. <laughs> Maybe that lunatic we're looking for. But the bottom line is um, I don't think – I think what Oregon State has established there and the culture they've established – is kind of uh, conference proof. It's very um, – and, again, I don't think Jonathan Smith is going to take you to the mountaintop, okay? And and uh, to be honest with you, and I hate to say anything negative about Mike Leach, he was another guy. 
was never going to take you to the mountaintop. Right, because they can't get the type of players. Right. So, therefore, they're going to they can They be can still beat teams with those type of players. I mean, we just talked about that yeah. stat on Mike Leach. He won 18 games against as an unranked team against ranked teams, but you're also which playing is the most ever. Much less competition. And they're getting throttled by the people that are actually good. But they got throttled by Utah. But the mm-hmm. other two games they lost were by three points. Okay. They only lost three games. Okay. They just beat Oregon's butt. What do you do? It was a great game. I think they're a good team. I've watched them all year. In fact, I kept when when uh, we I saw the projections. I go, ooh, Oregon State would not be good. I would not want to play them. I just think they're a good team. Yeah, maybe the, maybe you're gonna you're gonna sit here and come back on Monday and go, all right, another place where Dooley was wrong. Blah blah blah. I hope so. Yeah, I do too. I want Florida to win. I don't want to go six and seven again. That's, that would that would be twelve and fourteen over the last two years. It's a lot of and miserable bull. That would make it so. How many? One, two. That would make four losing seasons in the last ten years. It's pretty crazy. To think about. That's just not right. That's not. That's. And I don't think we'll ever, they'll ever see another one. But I, you know, again, I've I've said this before, Jeff. I think their roster will be better next year, but it doesn't mean their team will be better because it'll be coming from everywhere. It'll be coming from high school. It'll be coming from the transfer portal. A lot of guys are leaving, as we all know. Uh, the schedule is just as hard, if not harder. You got to go to Utah, go to Baton Rouge, go to Lexington, go to South Carolina, which we saw how they finished their season. Go to uh, Missouri, where Florida's always struggled. Those are those are five road games right there. You you still got an FSU team that is is getting better, as we know. Um, I mean, I, it's going to be a really tough schedule again. All right, let's get uh, Kevin to join us next. Hey, Kevin, what's up? Hey, guys, how are y'all? Good. So, you know, all this bowl talk, I mean, y'all know I'm an Alabama fan, but, you know, even, you know, they don't treat bowl games the way they used to. Um, these kids are not going to go out there and put it all on the line like they used to because it's, they have nothing to play for. And, that, and Alabama's notorious for tanking on bowl games. You know, they're supposed to stomp whoever they're playing, and we end up getting our butts beat. And I really think it's the mentality of these, these new athletes that they're not going to go out there and do, you know, put it on the line and possibly get hurt for something that doesn't matter, you know. And that's just the way it's been for a while. I want to say at least the last 10 years that I can think of. But, you know, kids holding out and saying, oh, I'm going to the pros. I get it. They're going to get paid, and they don't want to get hurt. But even the, the, the younger kids, they you know, some might play hard because they want a spot for the next year, you know, starting rotation. But to, I, to me, bowl games are just not what they used to be. You know, where it pitted like SEC against Pac-12 or whoever, you know, go SEC, SEC. Just, it just doesn't exist anymore for me. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, Kevin, I, I agree with you a little bit, but I think also part of that is there's a couple different situations. Like Alabama, if they're not in the playoff, yeah, a lot of those guys aren't going to care because their expectation is different. I think when you look at this Florida team, it's year one under Napier. There's still guys waiting to see whether or not Napier's trying to figure out if if they don't want them to be around and tell them to enter the portal. So if those guys don't play hard, well, then they're not going to be Gators next year. And I think there's a lot more to play for from that standpoint. So, yeah, every every situation's different, but certainly the the passion and the want is, is not there for every bowl game. Right. 
Well, anyway, y'all were just talking about that, and you know, and I'd heard about Mike Leach today, you know, and he was watched you, and then he was Texas Tech, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he he's pulled a bunch of upsets, and I think he did pretty good while he was in the SEC. He wasn't no slouch, I don't think, by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, he made a difference there where other coaches didn't. So, um, you know, my hats are off to the man. Yeah, 20, 21 years of doing it. I thought Feinbaum hit it perfectly. They had to hire Mike Leach because of the Kiffin hire. Yeah. They they had to make oh. a splash. And, and, yeah, they sure did. And they did. And they did. And he was he was successful. I mean, his record wasn't tremendous. Uh, but they would, they would knock off somebody every year. He sure did. Well, guys, y'all have a good afternoon. I appreciate it. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, I think he was 18, and I'm just looking up his record right now. Yeah, 19 and 17, uh, 11 and 15. But if you're 11 and 15 in the SEC and you're in the West, it's pretty good. That's not the worst record in the world, as we know. Um, but, um, yeah, I think he had that backwards. I, I wanted to double-check. I, I thought I was right. Texas Tech first and then Washington Correct. State. Correct. Yeah, he said Washington State. Then. Oh, he came from Washington State to – to Mississippi Be down State, here yeah. in Starkville. But you know, the funny thing is, Texas Tech is where he had the most success. And all of a sudden... Where it all started. All of a sudden, uh, Craig James got involved. Remember that? True. There's a lot of controversy in his life. No doubt about it. Uh, but he still was interesting. Still funny. Now we don't have any funny coaches. We had Orgeron, who was funny accidentally because he just couldn't, you couldn't understand what he was saying. We had Spurrier. Just funny looking ones. We had Robbie, uh, remember that guy from Vanderbilt that came out and talked about inseminating uh, hogs? That was a good media day. All right, that'll do it for hour one. Whole nother one to go. If you want to call, you can. 392 8255. Come be a part of our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. This is the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see 
what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back. Second hour of the show brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down. I was just checking on this during the break because I had not heard anything about it. But, um, you know, obviously Auburn made a change, firing Brian Harson, letting Cadillac Williams do his little show on the sidelines, and then bringing in Hugh Freeze. But uh, I was curious about Ike Hilliard, uh, but he has not been retained. By, in fact, they're letting him go. I'm curious where he'll end up. And obviously, Steve Spurrier Jr. Uh, was at Mississippi State, and I don't know what's going to happen to him. Just, I, again, I'm not 
trying to deflect any discussion about what a terrible loss Mike Leach is, but you do have to talk about other things, you know, football-related. Uh, but I know that Coach Spurrier was a big, big um, Mike Leach fan, and a lot of it had to do with his son being out there and his son recruited a lot of the guys that um, are on that team. In fact, uh, Creed Whittemore was a Steve Spurrier Jr. recruit. Ends up going out there, but be curious to see what happens with him. I mean, the assumption was both of the Whittemores would be playing out there. Meanwhile, Mark Whittemore resigns as Buell's coach, and he's, I think the whole idea was he would maybe just kind of follow his kids around. Now, maybe maybe going somewhere else. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? All right. We do know that we are taking phone calls. Seth is here doing that, and John is ready to chat. John, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, I mean, it's a sad situation with Mike Leach. I condolences to his family. That's that's, I mean, I know that he was had a heart attack on Sunday. I thought, well, you know, he'd probably be out for a little bit, and then all of a sudden find, come and find out this morning that he passed away. That's just tragic. But um, on to, you know, things that got to move on. Uh, you think they might, uh, I don't know, you guys maybe have talked about it, but maybe we, we call up uh, Dan Mullen for a situation of a head coaching job? Well, I mean, I, I that wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't shock me. They did – like him when he was out there. Uh, well, when he left, I know they didn't like him, but they I mean, were pretty it, mad when he left. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? But I think they would their their hearts would change, and you know, he he was probably their most successful coaches in in a long time. So I'm just yeah. My question, question. is, does Dan Mullen want to be a college coach anymore? Right. You know, and I don't know the answer to that. I know he, you know, does he want to get back into recruiting something he clearly didn't like doing? Um, but who knows? But the he, thing is, they go, he goes eight and four there. He, he's a god, you know. You know. Just, absolutely. Well, we, I was just know? looking at at Mike Leach's record, and uh, you know he at Texas Tech he had an unbelievable career. Uh, I think he was eighty eight and forty four or something. But they never. That's eight and four. You know. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> eight and four. Yeah. So and, right. and that's what he did at that's what he did at Washington State, which is hard to do. I mean, think about. Think about this for, uh, and I think he loved it. And some coaches are cut out to do this. He lived his three head coaching jobs were in Lubbock, Texas. Ever been there, Jeff? Yes. Your thoughts? Nothing special. Okay. Uh, Pullman, Washington. Never been there. Don't need to go. And, <laughs> and Starkville, Mississippi. Been there. Don't ever want to go Start back. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I mean, if he he was never at a big glamorous job, you know Tennessee, which Tennessee wanted to hire him the one year, and they instead they recalled the uh, athletic director John Curry and fired him on the spot because he was going to bring him back, and they go, no, we don't want that. Uh, but um, they end up hiring Josh Heupel, who is a disciple of Mike Leach's. So I don't know. It, it's just. Uh, I would have always been interested to see what he could do uh, at a bigger school with with a little bit more budget and a little better recruiting, but the bottom line is he he did what he wanted to do, and um, I think his reputation got tarnished by what happened at the end at Texas Tech, and then um, you know he did a great job in the next two places he went. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm mixed feelings if Dan Mullen was actually get the job I and mean, kind of like I want to see him back in the game because I think he's a good 
He's a good play caller when he's got players. It's right, like you just said. It's like the problem is he doesn't want to recruit. You know, you know if he, like I said, if he goes there eight and four, I mean they're good enough for that. We're not. You know, I mean we're we're, we're saying that today. We're back to back season six and six, and then we want more. We want, you know, we'll, we'll we'll take ten and two, but we want more. You know, we're we're in that point in our in our uh, in our program that we you know we we spoiled. And are we entitled? I don't think we're entitled, but I think that we deserve at least ten and two. Yeah, I, just, I, I think it would be really hard for Mullen to go back there, knowing the personality and what was done. Because what if he does go back and he can't duplicate what he was able to do before, and then it just looks a lot worse. And but I will you're, you're not going to be in Gainesville and now have a cush TV job, and then go back to yeah. living in Starkville and having to do all that stuff again, but recruiting. I, and that's the thing; uh, he's not going to get a better head coaching job in college football no. than Mississippi no. State. So I, I think he just – look, I think he's enjoying being on TV, making the money he's making there, still getting paid by Florida. It's a great yeah, combination. Right. I, and I, I if, if an NFL team calls, great. If they don't, I mean, I think he's he'll he'll be okay doing what he's doing. Well, the NFL, I don't think he's got a head coach. I think it's going to be more of a, a no, coordinator. He'll be a coordinator, job. and I think he right. wants to do that and was up for that job. But um, I think now – I think – I think there's some NFL teams that go. You know what? We kind of like Brian Johnson. You know, we don't. We don't. We think this is the brains of the organization. You think of what right. Brian Johnson did with Kyle Trask and now with Jalen right. Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I think, was going to be an NFL be quarterback. The yes. There's one thing so, similar about both those situations. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit and let you guys go. Uh, we're going to bring Emory Jones back. Now he's in the portal. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. I know. I just, you know, there's another quarterback in the in the uh, fold. I'm just kind of just, I felt bad for the guy. I mean, he went out there because uh, Herm Edwards out there, and he's he's gone. You know, he's got to be, you know, flipping around. Is he going to probably go to a division school now? I mean, what's? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he'll end up going. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to be a, a somebody that is. Uh, you know, where people are saying, well, this is a guy you got to get, you know, I think it's, he may end up at a lower level school. Yeah. He needs to do that. Go to yeah. someplace like Georgia Southern. I, or I something. mentioned you Jackson know, state, be... Jackson state's going to need a quarterback. State, there you go. Of course yep. he's going to be surrounded by no players because they're all going to Colorado, but, um, but so we'll but if see. He puts up 3000 yards against lesser talent, you know, that at least opens people's eyes, you know, you hey, think about, think about know. this. So the, the last six quarterbacks, say, at Florida, all right, since Tebow, if if you gave them an opportunity to come back and play next year, I don't think the only one that would want to come back is Kyle Trask. Anthony Richardson clearly doesn't want to play here anymore. That's why he's in the, he's going pro. Emory Jones certainly don't want to play here anymore. Jeff Driscoll right. don't want to play here. Would never want to play here. Hey, right he now. had a great game on Sunday. He did. His fault that they lost. They were no, winning the ball a, game. You know, he's a good you player. Know? I just I yeah. mean, thirty-five th- yards rushing. You know, you know, eighty yards passing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he a touchdown. Was, yep. And here's yeah, what I would touchdown. say to Gator fans: How about <laughs> whoever they name the next quarterback? How about supporting him for once? No matter what happens, just support your starting quarterback. But you haven't done a very good job of that. Right. Hey guys, uh, I appreciate right. you taking my call. Yeah, John. Talk thank to you. Guys you. Later. I don't know. I Did think a lot of that? I think a lot of people supported Anthony Richardson, but then he just became 
than they never called here toxic <laughs> conversation. No, I think a lot of a lot of people. I, I think, think we're we're actually. I mean, we we were the ones that talked about some of his deficiencies, but people wanted to say, "Oh, but look at his four hundred yard game." Yeah, I think they they tried to support him and and hype him up, but he just wasn't what a quarterback is. Yeah, and I I well, that's what I'm talking about is that people weren't. I mean, he heard a lot of the negative talk, and he paid too much attention to it, from what I was told that he paid way too much attention to all the stuff that people were putting out there that was negative. And certainly, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, if you're at Georgia, if you're at Colorado, if you're at Tennessee, you're going to get negative comments when you're a quarterback, and he was a little sensitive to it. But it was pretty bad at, at times. Now, I know you're right, Jeff. I mean, a lot of people did support him, but a lot of people were against him, and I think that's one reason he's ready to move on. And certainly, Emory Jones, I mean, the mom wouldn't even go to the games anymore was so bad in the stands. Um, you know what? how it was with Driscoll. Uh, Felipe, God, anybody ever get ridicule, ridicule more needed? Probably not. But I know it, it would suck, and I, and I would hate to sit there in the stands, but, like, if, if you're not performing, you're yep. going to hear it from the fans. So but here's you, the thing: you can't sit there and then like sit there and gripe and be like, "Oh, the, you know, mom wouldn't come back because fans are yelling and screaming." I mean, that's well, what it depends fans on do. What they were saying, okay? Yeah, but it, it, I don't ever hear it because obviously I'm not in the right. stands. But I would assume that that's the way it is at every place. If somebody's not doing well, you got drunk idiots that are yelling and screaming and dog cussing them. Some of them aren't even drunk. They're just idiots. Okay. Well, then they're still dog cussing them, but that's the way it is, not just at Florida. No, I know. No, I totally agree. But I think there's been a long run. And here's a, a, of quarterbacks that have been ridiculed. But here's the bottom line that everybody who comes here to play quarterback has to know. You're all succeeding, Tebow. I mean, Tebow hadn't been playing quarterback here in 13 years, but you're still – they want another Tebow. They want a guy to be him. They want him to kneel and pray or – or, or another Danny who gets down and kneels down and prays and never does anything questionable and does everything the right way. And um, they, that's what they want. And is the best player and win, wins a Heisman Trophy. Other than that, they aren't asking for much. But, I mean, if you're the son of a preacher, you're probably going to win the Heisman and come here. So do it. Find somebody like that. Do we have? Is there one out there? I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be Sam someone. Hartman's dad a preacher? Maybe so. <laughs> All right, we'll get a break and come back and continue the conversation. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. 
No jobs too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. And now this holiday season, the best is even better as you can save an extra 20% off diamond studs, gemstone jewelry, and if you're ready to make this December the decider on that special somebody for forever, well, you can get an engagement ring for 10% off their already low prices. Check out all their inventory on Online at oaksjewelry.com and then stop by to see it in person from the people that know jewelry. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, Dooley and Dozo back here with you as we get uh, through a Tuesday edition of the tailgate. Back to the phones. We get Ryan to join us next. Ryan, what's up? Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Awesome. I I called a few actually a couple months ago. Uh, I believe it was when AR was first starting to show us the uh, floor, so to speak, of his play, and everyone you know everyone was hyping him up in the off season, expecting a Heisman Trophy campaign, and then all of a sudden he started playing. You know, everyone saw it, and uh, you know it's. I don't feel sorry for him. I, I, I just don't. He knows what he signed up for. I, I don't know if y'all remember me calling about this. Yeah. You know what you get into when you come to the University of Florida, especially, first of all, no matter what school you go to, if you play the quarterback position, you have to be mentally tough. I, I, don't, I don't care what – I don't care if you go to Furman. You have to have a strong mentality. You can't let that affect your decision, the fans' opinions. You that that shouldn't affect your decision as far as whether you stay or go. You know, so you should be mentally strong. And, and second of all, it's the University of Florida. I mean, you know what you're signing up for. You you it, This isn't all of a sudden, oh, you know, 
why are they expecting us to – why are these fans expecting us to lose one game a year? Where is this coming from? This has been that way since, you know, the early 90s. I mean, and now – and I was saying this back when Chris Lee – perfect example, Chris Leak, right? You know, it's easy to look back now. It's hard to imagine people were saying bad things about him, right? He won a national championship through a gorgeous ball – you know, but I remember there was a lot of negativity about Chris Leach, and he won us a national championship. I didn't see it affect him once. I, I, I didn't. I, he, he went out there and he produced, you know. But these kids nowadays, I just, I, I think they're, they're, the social media, you know, they, they read everything, they let it get to them, and they're just, it's hard to find a quarterback who is mentally sound and who just doesn't care about all the naysay and just wants to go out there and produce. Yeah, Ryan, I agree with you. I mean, I think a lot of the way that the kids are nowadays, certainly the, the mental toughness is is not there and, and they can't take it. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people have, you know, treated them differently maybe in the, in the way that they grow up. But I mean, it's, it's weird because you obviously you have a coach now at Florida that, doesn't act the way that Dan Mullen and the previous staff coach. So I think Anthony Richardson was better off playing for a guy like Billy Napier who was able to, I wouldn't say coddle him, but I think talk to him differently and not get, you know, yell and scream maybe like Mullen did. So he played better for a guy like that. But yeah, if you can't tune out the fans and understand that that's all a part of it, then you're never going to be successful. You know, I, I think that that's something that I learned 20 years ago and it wasn't nearly what it is to to this day but you have to be able to like I mean think about you think Tom Brady cares what people think about him or even let's just go back to some of the successful college guys I mean Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow or some of these people that have won Heisman's that you know maybe they got some slack or yelling and screaming but I mean they didn't that didn't bother them they knew their ability they went out and played as hard as they could each and every game and went out and tried to be successful and I think there was certainly a lot of times where we didn't see that with Anthony Richardson well, exactly, and then it, it, you know if that's the reason why he's going pro. I mean, if if that's no, it's it, not because he, the reason. It, you know, it well, contributes say, to if the that's reason. A, con, if that's if that's even a considerable chunk of the reason that he's moving on, I just I don't understand it. Because what does he think it's going to get easier at, in the NFL level? Let's say let's say he goes and plays for the Jets. He thinks that fan base is going to be easier on him. It won't be his first year. He won't be playing. Yeah, it's it's only going to get worse. I I you know it just doesn't make sense to me. It, he should have glad he's making you know money here. He I I I don't get it. He should have gladly stayed. It's like you know Jeff. You were just saying he's got a coach that I, you know maybe I wouldn't use the word coddle, but you know yes he has a coach that understands he's not the type of quarterback who's going to run through a wall you know he, he he's got the perfect coach right yep. he's got you know the perfect system i i don't get why he's going i mean money sure if that's it all the power to him i can't what are you going to say to that i mean yes he's making let's say a million now but you know of course he's going to make 12 million next year so if it's money all the power to him but if it's our fan base at all 
I mean, I don't care where you train. I mean, unless you want to go to, you know, Micanopy State or some way, whatever, you know, if you're going to go to a major D1 school, you're going to have those fans, and they're not all right. You know, some of them are just rude, and they're just flat-out ignorant sometimes. But, that again, you know that's what you're going to get. It's a, you're, I, I don't think AR is, you know, stupid. You know, he knew what he was getting into coming to UF. He grew up here. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think he, um, you know, again, everybody was big. Everybody was big AR fans uh, last year, the year before. You know, they loved him. And they, oh, man, they were just so into to him. And then when things didn't go right, starting with that Kentucky game, everybody was ready to, you know, go to Jack Miller. When's Jack Miller going to be healthy? And I think those exactly. kind of things. I think those things contributed. I don't. I don't think that's why he left. I think him hearing, and again, I think he listened to it too much. But he had a lot of people in his ears. He had family. He had quarterback coaches from that didn't even live here, and he had, uh, as Urban used to say, fifth cousins. You know, and I think there's just a lot of people in his ear, and I think he was. It's probably the best move for him just to get back, get out of here. Well, and I, you know, I don't have anything personal against him. Look, he's got amazing athleticism. He's got all the physical tools you you want in a quarterback. But let's just be honest: when it comes to his mental fortitude, his mental toughness, he 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 doesn't have it. He just doesn't have it. You know, and. You know, I don't know if that's something you can coach. I don't think it is. It's it's uh, it's Tom Brady. No one coached that in him. No one told him to do that. That's just how he is. And no, that's not. No one's going to be a Tom Brady. But you know, uh, Chad Pennington. I don't know. You these guys. They didn't let it phase them. They just went out and produced. You know. Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's it's something we talked about a lot, Ryan. There's a, a mentality and an expectation with that position. And or just the way that you compete on the field, and you know certainly we didn't see that a lot. And and to me, it means a lot. I think the the more successful ones that you look at in the history of this sport all have that little fire to them. I mean, they want to kick your ass, and they want to do whatever is possible to stay in the game, be in the game, win the game, get a first down, like all this stuff. And we did see bits and pieces of that, but I think that was just on athletic ability alone. You can't teach him now the mental side at this point if it's not there already and i mean you just you wish him luck the rest of the way but good yeah. stuff ryan thank you buddy yeah you look at thank the, you you look at the uh that run we talked about before the 81 yard run against lsu after i won't back down and start the fourth quarter he had been terrible till that point and then he just starts running over people because he gets mad and then but you just didn't, couldn't see that every every down you didn't see that every play let's get michelle to join us hey michelle Hey, how y'all doing? Awesome. So I I just wanted to comment, and I know, you know, I've known Anthony since he was in the ninth grade. I've watched him. I ran the concession stand for Eastside, talked to him. I fed him every Friday. Um, and sometimes, you know, y'all, other people say stuff from the outside looking in. When you know an individual, when you have talked, when you have traveled, when you have dealt with them, all of us – you know, what we like to hype on who he is is really not who he is. 
and I'll just I'll just say that you know he has a real desire to play football. He had a real desire to play for UF. Yeah. Uh, you know things just did not work out the way he had hoped they would work out. I mean. Certainly he wanted to come in and be the superstar and lead the team to a national, but he didn't have the talent around around him either. So it wasn't all on Anthony Richardson because when you go back and look at all the stats, um, especially in the last part, if we had had even a, a piece of a defense, we might be having a different conversation. Um, so it wasn't all on Anthony like he was not playing the game. And no, and, and Michelle, we, I'm not, not saying that at all, and, and I obviously understand what you got to do, and, and I do the same thing now. So – um, I'm around him a lot. I, I mean, I, I see the kind of the way he is, and I, I'm just saying from my perspective and, and getting to be around now locker rooms for the last 25 years like I have, I just I, I think that there's there's something within a player that gets more out of everybody else, and I never saw that out of Anthony. And there, there were bits and – It doesn't mean he doesn't have it. I understand, but Michelle, why if he didn't have it, why didn't he show it? Why didn't he bring that to the table every single week? To, to I, There's no doubt in my mind that he wants to play in the NFL. We all wanted to play in the NFL if we played football growing up. But you had opportunities every Saturday to bring that to the table and do it. And, and if you didn't, then then what's the problem? That's, that's all I'm asking. And I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I know he wanted to play for UF, and I know he gave – I know he wanted to play for UF, too. Yeah, he he gave all he had, and again, I do, and I will agree that I do think he. Some of the comments from the fans and all were absolutely horrible, and it is sometimes hard to turn that off. And this is really why I was calling because he said, "Well, um, Leak went out every game, and he turned it off." It's easier to turn off when we didn't have social media blaring in and right in your face all the time, and and the. the way we had it. So just for people to compare, that's really kind of apples to oranges because it's easy to turn off when we didn't have it right there, right, right in your face. You and, know, and right there, easy, accessible to. Now, I wish you would get got off social media. I mean, I think they shouldn't be on social media because it does. It's toxic. If you're human, yeah. Yeah. it will affect your psyche. No you, you can't escape it. You can talk about it all you want to. But when you hear stuff over and over and over again, I don't care how great of a quarterback you are how great or whatever you are this is the the time that he's grown up in so it's easier for maybe somebody like me to say don't do it because it wasn't always a part of my life Mm -hmm. i didn't always have social media so it didn't run me but these kids that's what they grew up on so it's a part of their life we can't there are some things that we can't imagine being without that my mom could care less about my mom could care less about a cell phone yep I mean, she didn't grow up with one, so for her, me, I would turn my car around. I could be two miles from my house. Where's my phone? I did, I, had, I did it today. I did it today. Very same thing. <laughs> can't live without it. So that's how they are. They can't. They are attached to it because it's a part of their life. And if you're human, that's hard to turn it off. To just say ignore it when it is 24 hours, seven days a week. So that's all I wanted to. No, do. and that's perfectly great, Michelle. And obviously, there's no knock on Anthony's character. We all know how amazing of an individual he is, and all the great things he did for this community and the kids, and you know, staying after and doing all these things. Um, I think it's just this is just more so of the competitiveness of what it takes to be successful at this level. And he's got all the athletic ability in the world. And I just I think there's a lot of people that wish that he would show that more. And maybe 
the the team that drafts him that's going to be in the first round can get that out of him. Maybe that he gets to a coach that somehow makes it click, makes it mean something, or you know gets to that point. You just you hope to see it because he is so talented. Right, I hope to see it too. And and I will say I'm one of the ones I wish he had stayed. I think another year would have done great. But again, that's not my call to make because he has to live with it. Because you know somebody called life, me and right? said yeah. I got the potential. Yeah. You know to get ten or twelve million dollars. Yeah, deuces. Yep, see ya. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. So I understand. But anyway, good talking to y'all. Just yeah. want to throw my look. Thanks, Michelle. Here. Good stuff. And and by the way, Chris League did not turn up. There was things that bothered him about. And remember the game against Kentucky where he got booed when they put him in the game because Tebow was in the game and the fans booed. And everybody goes, we weren't booing the uh, Chris Leak. We were booing the decision to put him back in the game. And, well, Chris Leak didn't know that. And it bothered him. I know. I've yeah, talked to him. About any it. human is going to be upset. I mean, somebody gives you a negative comment yeah. on Twitter, you're going to be upset. I have. Right. You have to, get, you have, to have very thick skin. It's, no, it, it, it's certainly a bother you. All right. We need a break. So we'll do that and uh, keep it rolling. You're listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 M, WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Mostly cloudy skies and pleasant temperatures continue through this evening. Wednesday starts off a little foggy, then partly sunny and 70s in the afternoon. Thursday, rain and thunderstorms are likely in the morning and afternoon. Some could be strong or severe, so please stay weather aware. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, have defenses figured the Dolphins' offense out. I think they've figured out that Tua Tonga Vailoa isn't very good. Woo! We're talking to Keyshawn Carlin right now. Tua's <laughs> <laughs> all that. You're going to owe an apology Post to Keyshawn for that one. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Hey, we're back. About 20 minutes to go, so let's keep uh, getting after it with your phone calls. Brian's ready to chat next on the tailgate. Hey, Brian, what's up? Hey, hey guys. I need to talk to you about that guy that was um, on earlier. Okay. Um, man, either either you got it or not as a quarterback, and that guy was kind of confused what he was saying. He was either saying he wanted him to stay, but he didn't have it, and... I, I, I was just really confused by that caller, but it's you're kind of like a baseball pitcher as a quarterback, correct? Either you have it or you don't. I think I so, yeah. Skills, might be able to throw a 107 miles per hour fastball, but you you can't get it to the plate, you know? It's like, and I feel like that, that's how Anthony Richardson is, kind of like Tua. Compare him to Tua. From a fastball standpoint, or what do you mean? What do you mean by that one? No, no, as a quarterback. As a quarterback, that's I, I'm comparing Richardson to Tua. Uh, but I, I think Tua is really smart. I think Tua understands how to read read defenses and where I mean, to put Tua the football. Also has, has really good players around. Him. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, we saw him struggle last week when defenses started figuring some stuff out. So, yeah, I, I just I, I just don't think you can coach that. I don't think you can coach. A, a pitcher getting it over the plate. I don't think you can coach a, a quarterback reading defense. Maybe you should breathe through his running. eyelids. Yeah, or I don't think you coach a running back running through the right to see the holes. No, there, there, yeah, there, to, to be an athlete at the the highest of levels, there's got to be like an it factor. And I think throughout the year, you just you haven't seen that it factor, and we, you don't know what it is. But I think you can see sometimes within players that it just makes them better and it, it makes them just be that person over everybody else and it just looks different and yeah. I, I obviously Anthony Richardson's got a lot of athletic ability and talent but he just never stood out then because of any of that Correct. at least playing that right. position so yeah right, I, gr- I agree with that no, no doubt Brian All right, good night. okay appreciate you and and again like I, I mean I, I don't want 
people to think that there's like a, a knock on it. I mean, there was a lot of really successful times that he was able to do, and maybe if he's around for another year or two, it can get even better. It could be more consistent. But I just I also but you don't know that it will be. No, and yeah. but I also think that if you're at this level, like it's gotta be there by now. Like I don't I don't think that all of a sudden when you haven't shown it, it's just going to show up when you're... I don't know that it would show up. I think it it can be created... Um, it, it can get better with experience. Yes. Again, he's had one year as a starter. Yes. You know, um, so you would hope that if he had come back... And again, we talked about this before, Jeff. I think if he was thinking long-term, he would have come back and played another year and, and tried to be a, uh, you know, the first pick in the draft. And, and but... These guys keep telling him he's going to be in the top ten, top eleven, top twelve, and that's that's high enough. And I look, that's the way Saban is. If 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 Anthony Richardson came to Saban and said, "Hey, coach, I, I think I'm going to go out. The evaluations say I'm going to go in the first round," he'd say, "See you. Go, go, yeah. enjoy it, have fun. Make sure you get a good deal out of it." But if they tell you you're going to go in the second or third round, no. But there's enough people telling him. Now, they may all be wrong because none of them are drafting him. As far as I know, Mel Kuyper is not allowed to draft. Tom McShay is not not going to be making a pick in the draft, right? It should be a team one year that just says, hey, Mel, just do our picks. I always wonder why, but I think there's a reason why. <laughs> Maybe he's not that good at evaluating talent. There. Just a everybody personality and yeah. stuck around for a while, so everybody trusts him. But and more a lot often of times he's, not, he's sometimes right, he's sometimes wrong, like work. everybody. Yeah. I'm sometimes right, and I'm sometimes wrong. Same thing with Porter, who joins us next. Hey, Porter. Hey, guys. Um, I'll follow up on uh, uh, the Richardson uh, discussion in general. Um, I, you know, I, I, I just don't, I don't have any idea what was in the, the, the heads of the different people involved. For some reason, um, he hesitated to run when we know he can. I don't know whether, how much of that was injury. It wasn't that the other team was taking it away, okay? Uh, but whether whether he was trying to, I hope not, trying to save himself and you know avoid injury. Uh, whether the coaches were, because um, we didn't have a much experience at least, whether they were reining him in, I don't know. But I think I think it's a delight that he wasn't for whatever reason he wasn't pulling it and running like we know he can. Um, so. Yeah, I think they were reining him in a little bit early when Miller was hurt, and they were thinking they didn't have a backup, and they a little there was probably a little bit of that, but later in the year, um, I think it was more him, and I think it was a combination of things. There were times when teams were taking that away. I mean, Kentucky was a good example. They put uh, Jordan Wright out there and said, we're, "I'm not letting you go around me," and he's talented enough. You know, he's as good an athlete as Anthony Richardson. And was able to stop that, and of course got the big interception. Uh, there were times when he didn't. Maybe he was saving himself. There were times when f- maybe Florida was restricting. I think it was a combination of a lot of things that caused him not to be the elite player that he could have become uh, for Florida this year. And uh, and, and some and of it was that his receivers were very good. 
Yeah, but I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, I'm talking specifically about the, the the running and the hesitance, hesitancy to pull and, and get out like we know he can. You know, I'm, I'm again. I'm not trying to slam him. I think that much. Now, uh, my my follow up to that is, you know, we've seen a lot of change in the in the uh, NFL, sort of reluctantly accepting the running quarterback. And of course, last night, I, uh, I'm sure you know, you've ever heard about it if you didn't see the the Kyler Murray, um, you know, non contact injury. It looked it looks really bad. But I wonder. Yes, torn ACL. Um, yep. Is it, okay, I didn't hear officially. That's what they were guessing last night. Yep. Um, I wonder if uh, teams are going to change their strategy and 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 try and have two quarterbacks that they can play, not necessarily all the time, but if if they have the running quarterback to try, to have a backup running quarterback and try and groom them along that way. Uh, the, the the ownership has always been. So hesitant to do that because, hey, the quarterback is where all the money goes. That's the cash cow, and you know, we can't afford to have two of those. But as far as the success of the team, especially if it's a coach who you know likes to implement that, um, if you have two $20 million guys instead of one $45 million guy and they're both really good, that might be a, a – that might be a, a <laughs> then you can also run the quarterback more instead of – Scared of him? I don't know. I I, I wonder if the if the financials would would, would let that work. Um, what's your what's your take on that? I'll take it off the air. All right, guys. Thanks. All right, Porter. Thank you. I, I just don't think that the you got to have a leader. Yeah, it's not going to dictate that position to to have that happen. And, but I mean, think about all the quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks that have gotten hurt this year. It's unbelievable, and backup quarterbacks that have been hurt this year. Yeah, and I mean, there's obviously a lot of ACL and different things. Lamar Jackson's his own agent, and he could have signed a deal, but he bet on himself, kind of like Aaron Judge. But he's gotten hurt and banged up, so now I don't know if he's going to get as much money of of what he wanted to do. Obviously, Kyler Murray hasn't been the greatest. I think you still see at this level. I mean, Josh Allen's a two-way guy and, and doing pretty good things, but a majority of what you see in the NFL is still that quarterback that can yeah, hit throws. The one Although, team, Jay, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a different deal. Yeah, but the, the one team that has kind of done what Porter was talking about is New Orleans, you know, with Dalton and uh, Taysom Hill and bringing Hill in and, and, and running him and doing things like that, but it, uh, that's not really getting them anywhere. That's why – the the Texans almost beat the Cowboys because yep. they brought in Driscoll and they just showed a different look and they weren't ready for it and but again you can't do that every that week that works one week yeah, yeah. Work and then you're just then you figure it out all right we uh, figured out that we got to get one more break so let's knock that out we will come back and uh, wrap things up you are listening to a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. 
Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here. And that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Something extraordinary is happening this week at International Diamond Center. We're letting you name the price. For four days only, Thursday through Sunday, no reasonable offer will be refused on any item in the IDC showroom. Come in, pick out the perfect gift, and tell us what you want to pay. Nothing is held back. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, even fine Swiss timepieces and exquisite diamonds. IDC owner Keith LeClaire shaking things up this holiday season with this unprecedented event. Forget all the talk of inflation and high interest rates. Come get the jewelry you want and name your price. It's happening Thursday through Sunday and will not be extended. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get fabulous jewelry at extreme value prices. No reasonable offer will be refused. International Diamond Center, breaking all the rules this year to give our customers the price relief you deserve. At Celebration Point, on approved credit. The future is now. Pulls out, Gators say they have it all, and it is Florida football. The Gators battle Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. Chug, chug, chug. Kickoff is set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Just a few minutes left in this hour. Again, just a reminder, we will be here tomorrow, Jeff and myself. Uh, no show on Thursday as Jeff wings his way to La Vega. Maybe I'll money. run into either Salma Hayek from Fool's Rush In or Elizabeth Shue from Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to go with no. I need both of those things. Um, you will run into somebody who may look like Elizabeth Shue, but it's actually a guy, so be careful. <laughs> Dressed up. They do have nice uh, drag brunches out there. I got all kinds of brunches. Um uh, you know, again, we were just out there for five days. We went to the Grand Canyon too, but we were out there for a while. Not for me. It's not my like. I, Karen and Kelsey really wanted to go, and I'm like, go ahead, yeah, have fun. It's fine. Yeah. You're getting old. That's what it's all about. What I don't, what, I don't gamble. So mm-hmm. what's the? But there's a lot of other things, shows, and uh, we went to golfing, and obviously the Grand Canyon. Mike, there's a bunch to do out there, isn't there? There's a little 
bit to do, Jeff. Hey, uh, it's great to be on the show with Jeff and the Grinch. Hey, hey, Pat, I'm gonna start calling you the Grinch, putting the kibosh on a Vegas trip. Yeah, I just I didn't I had no interest in going and watching that team play another game of football either. Well, what's that deal with Palmer on the college football wrap-up show? That's a dollar. You y'all seen that segment? Mm-hmm. I think we hit you with about a hundred dollars, Pat, for missing the uh, Vegas trip. Been doing well, and the thing is. I, I would be have a better chance of winning something if I gave you a hundred dollars than if I took it to Vegas. But if you tip the drink girl a dollar, you can lose fifty and drink thirty dollars worth of liquor, and then it's not so bad. Yeah, well, we tried that out there when we were out <laughs> in, there. In the show here, guys, I need to move along real quick. Hey, two things: um, pretty nice basketball game tonight. I'm sure y'all, y'all are aware, uh, Alabama, as we call them, Tiger High tonight at nine o'clock. If you want to set the DVR, stay up. Ooh. Pretty good game. Ooh. Alabama and Memphis. Alabama and Memphis. Okay. Basketball. Yeah, I yeah. just watched Alabama beat Houston. So. Yeah, Alabama has two wins, I believe, over what number one ranked teams or something crazy yeah. like that. Beat Gonzaga, and then they beat somebody yeah. the other night. That'll be good. I'll watch that game. Yeah, just a little heads up there. Hey, one thing on Mike Leach, guys. I hate to end on a sour note here into the show, but um, you know, guys, um, I want to point out two things. Um, on a lot of campuses, there's a big kind of under the surface tension between the academic community and the athletic uh, community. A lot of the, the professors are jealous of what the coaches make, and um, a lot of them look down their nose at, you know, the intelligence of the, some of the players. And y'all, you know, Pat, some schools you see it more than others. Tennessee's had a lot of trouble with it. We all remember Jan Kemp in Georgia, and you know how that goes. Somebody said Dexter Manley couldn't read. I believe Auburn's had some trouble with it. But um, Mike Lynch was a smart guy. He had a law degree from Pepperdine. And I think it's worth noting that you hear the old saying, some, somebody gets put up on third base, thinks they hit a triple. Yeah. That's Kirby Smart. That's Lane Kiffin. Lane, uh, Mike Leach didn't get that path, guys. I mean, he had to go to the worst jobs in America yeah. for Power Five. I mean, Texas Tech, he wasn't at North Dakota State bad, but he was at places that, you know, pretty much a lot of ADs that wanted nothing to do with him. But, I mean, he did a great job at Washington State. best job, of course, was Texas Tech. And, yeah, great job there, it, yeah. It's just kind of worth noting for all this Kirby love you see. He got, you know, ex-Georgia player thrown off, you know, right there to Honeypot. Rick did a good job. Everybody will tell us how great a coach, you know, Kirby is. But but look at the path uh, Mike Leach had to take. No, it was, I mean, I, I cannot imagine spending 21 years living in Starkville, Pullman, and Lubbock. I could not imagine that. Yeah, I mean, and for whatever you think of Saban, I mean, he started. Where was it again? Um, Kent State. Uh, That's where he played. Yeah, Kent I mean, State. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's. I guess the trend is now more and more of these younger coaches get dropped off in these prime jobs, Brent Venables and all these people. But when you're thinking about the pirate, don't forget he's got a law degree. He's probably smarter than eighty percent of these eggheads walking around campus thinking how smart they are as professors. Probably as qualified to be at Harvard or, or Yale or wherever you pick at Princeton, wherever you want to pick. Well, I thought it was cool that at one point they actually asked him to teach a class in, in um, combat. It was in basically involving, um, you know, combat and how you how you deal with go after people's weaknesses, stay away from their strengths, stuff that Spurrier. That's why Spurrier and 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 Mike Leach were kindred spirits. They they both thought the same way. They, they they had no trouble throwing the ball around in a in a league that didn't throw it, um, and they both uh, and that's why Steve Junior's on their staff because he he connected with them the same way. 
Hey, Jeff, I don't hit you before your trip. Uh, hope you have a great time. Hit the craps table for me. Y'all hang in there. I'll do it. Thank you, Mike. Is he going to send you some money? It'll be cool. Oh, gamble it. Just tell me, ah, God, I bet it all on black. Lost yours and then put it towards mine. But that would be dishonest, and then the betting gods would shine down. I don't think there are any betting gods. No, it's just no. luck. I, pure, it, well, no, it's not luck. It's you're going to lose eventually. That's the great thing about Yeah, but what Vegas. if you – okay, so the, the best odds is what? Best odds Probably is Probably roulette 50-50. Danny Ocean did. Which is go go rob it, go rob it. But like so, like I walk in, you have this mindset. Okay, I'm gonna just two hundred dollars on red. It's either red or black. You get a fifty fifty shot, right? Right. Like it's just luck. It is. It's just totally luck and luck. what that. Like if if you happen to put it down in the right spot and it lands on red, then you win. If it doesn't, you're out two hundred fifty dollars. That's why I play the lottery about once every three months. It's just it's crazy yeah. just to. It's either your lucky day or you're screwed. Yeah, not for me. Now, the, the guy, a lot of guys are really, I mean, they study, they count cards. I mean, like well, yeah, Zach Galifianakis, you know. Get into it. Rain Man. I think I'd rather yeah. go yeah. take my chances. And, but, I mean, that's obviously a work trip, so I'm not going to go gamble on sports. But I would rather say, like, I'd go with four-team parlay and try to get lucky. Yeah, and, but I, and I would lose You just that don't too. know that either. That's, I just don't like to give my money away. I, I I want to – I don't mind spending money at all. I like spending money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel like you're getting something out of it when right. you – And the, the the other problem with Vegas, and you know this, Jeff, because you've done it, but you go and you sit down at a table and go, okay, this will knock out an hour out of my day. Ten and we'll minutes. Sit and like, yeah, t- ten minutes later, you got no money left. You're like, <laughs> damn it. What happened? <laughs> that's, what, that's why they have those big uh, hotels out there. And they are magnificent. They are. We stayed at that. Um, God, I can't remember the name of it now. It begins with a C. It's one of the nicest ones out there. Um, and we were there. I, I can't believe I'm going blank on it. And then we stayed at uh, the Tropicana for a couple of days too. So really nice. Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Yep. It is a cosmopolitan, and that is a. That's like one of those rooms where you don't even want to leave the room, like in Hangover. You know, or, like when they got into that room, I was like, I'd just stay here and not lose any money. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the Bellagio fountains out the window. You know. Instead, right now, I'll do that in a few days, but I'm stuck looking at Dooley for the last two hey, hours. Hey, hey. But it was all right. You only have to do it one more day. One more day. Appreciate Seth for producing today. A lot of uh, great callers, as always. And if you want to chime in tomorrow, you are certainly more than welcome to do so. For the great Pat Dooley. Not so great. I'm Jeff Cardozo. See you. Cheers. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.